Blog Talk Radio. already know it's your boy minister bernard marrow um <clears throat> live tonight on purpose kingdom network another episode of by faith be good an hour of faith building encouragement that will lift up the name of jesus and draw all of god's children closer to him and so once again y'all already know i'm excited to be on tonight This is the 1,339th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. We thank God for Purpose Kingdom Network. We thank God for all his messengers on Purpose Kingdom Network who are live nightly throughout the week to give you a word from the Lord that will strengthen your faith and equip you to press forward, knowing that God is with you and he has you covered And I'm grateful that this is also the 32nd episode of By Faith We Good, an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. What's going on, family? I pray that your day has been great. I pray that you have been living it up in spite of this pandemic. It has, this pandemic has no power over you. This virus is defeated in Jesus' name. I've been binding it up. I believe it's bound because God said whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. What is God saying? You got power to block what is not of him. You got power to block anything that does not belong. And you got power to release what does belong. And that is the word of God. That is all of God's promises. That is the joy, the love, and the peace of God to abound with you and your family and your community and everywhere y'all go. And so we are grateful to God for all he's done and the power he's given us. Amen. There is a word from the Lord tonight. Shout out to all my Philly family. Shout out to New Southern Baptist Church. I love y'all. God bless you. Shout out to all my Chicago family. Shout out to Living Word Christian Center. Shout out to uh, Kingdom um, uh, Lord help me Let me get it right Shout out to uh, Kingdom Church International God bless you all as well Shout out to Dr. Doctors um, uh, Kisha and John Coleman Shout out to Dr. Uh, Bill And Veronica Winston Shout out to Evangelist Audrey Whitaker Interim Pastor Shout out to First Lady Moore And shout out to uh, our late Pastor Pastor Reverend uh, Robert T. Moore Jr. We love you We miss you and so shout out to also our CEO, y'all, uh, Pastor Tyleen Daly. She's so faithful, so committed, so diligent in what God has blessed and assigned for her to do. And we are just grateful for all that God is doing through us all. And so we're going to press forward by faith tonight with the word that God has provided. Y'all already know, I say it all the time, I'm going to give y'all what God gave me. All right? And so tonight's topic is, the shield of faith, the shield of faith. We're going to get into this tonight. This is a great topic tonight, and I'm excited to share it with you all. 
Um, God is going to get all the glory, and I'm excited and praying that this will inspire you, strengthen your faith, starve your doubts, and equip you to be effective to live the life God has created you to live and to do all that he's created and blessed you to do, to have all that he promised to provide for you uh, in your life, blessing you to not only be blessed, but blessing you to also be a blessing, amen, to add value to this world, hallelujah, advancing God's kingdom. So as always, we're going to open up in prayer tonight, family. We are going to open up in prayer tonight. We're going to declare for the Holy Spirit to have his way tonight, and we're going to jump right into the word of God. And so I encourage you all, get your pen and your paper ready. Come on, take some notes, write down some scriptures, get ready to get fed with the word of the Lord, get ready to get your faith, your uh, faith nourished. I am going to nourish your faith tonight, and, and I pray that your, your faith is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. You know, a lot of times when we deal with situations, uh, a lot of times we always say, you know, all you need is faith at the size of a mustard seed. And let me, let me be clear, that is true. That is so true. It's in God's word, and that's what he said, and it's so true. And I'm not knocking it. I'm not downplaying it. But it's, it's okay to have um, faith at the size of a mustard seed. It's okay because he said if you got faith the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain, mountain, be thou removed and go into the sea, and the mountain will move and go into the sea. He said in Mark chapter 11, verse 24, when you pray, whatsoever ye desire when you pray, if you believe you received it, you already got it. And so that's what faith does. But the, the fact that God said all you need is faith is the size of a mustard seed, that goes to show how powerful faith is how powerful you are when you have faith. But here's the thing about the mustard seed faith. What happens when you plant mustard seeds? What happens? It, they, they grow into a huge, strong mustard seed tree, right? It, goes in, it grows into a strong, strong tree. And family, just to share uh, a little revelation, a little wisdom, a little knowledge with you, spiritual knowledge tonight, uh, it's our responsibility. It's okay to have mustard seed faith. I'm not, that, I'm not knocking it. I'm not downplaying it. But it's our responsibility to take that mustard seed faith and plant it in the word of God. And as we plant it in the word of God and we continually nourish it and nourish it and nourish it, your faith will begin to increase. It will continually increase. Your faith will continually get stronger and stronger and established, and you will be in position to be unmovable, unstoppable, unshakable, and unbreakable. Even if you have mustard seed faith, you're still unstoppable, unshakable, and unbreakable. But we want to have strong faith. We don't want to have a little faith. We want to have a lot of faith, and we need it. We definitely need it in this day and time. And so I just want to encourage you. God said in this word in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you take that seed of faith, you plant it in God's word, and you nourish it so your faith will increase. You ought to give God praise just 
on that right there. So let us pray, and let's get into this word tonight. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We praise you. We love you. We adore you. We exalt you. We magnify you. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity to receive what you have provided through your Holy Spirit. We thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are our teacher. Thank you that you are our advocate. Thank you that you are our intercessor. We thank you that you are our comforter. You are our defender. You are all that we need, everything that we need. And so, Father, we're so grateful tonight. We're in position to receive by faith. In the name of Jesus, bless the word that you've given, God that it go forth boldly, that it be a blessing unto your children, that they install it, live by it, and share it with others. We thank you for this word, God. Your word is for us. Your word is for the people of God to glorify God. And so we, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. And so, Father, we pray that you cover all your children that is listening tonight under the sound of my voice. Cover those who will be tuning in. Cover those who will... Tune in and listen to this broadcast even after it's live, uh, that they will listen to the rebroadcast and be blessed as well. We thank you, God. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, thank you for covering us in the midst of this pandemic. Thank you for sustaining us, God. Thank you for being our keeper. You are our keeper. You kept us, and you're still keeping us. Father, we owe you so much. When we look back over our lives and we think things over, we can truly say that we've been blessed. We got a testimony. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for where you brought us from. Thank you for where you have us at today. And thank you in advance for where you're leading us to. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We can't thank you enough. I just want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for being our deliverer. Thank you for being our refuge. Thank you, God, for being our fortress. Thank you for being our strong tower. You are God. You're in control. Rest, rule, and abide with us at all times. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Woo, I feel the presence of God tonight, family. And so tonight... Tonight's topic, tonight, uh, what we're speaking on tonight, what God has provided tonight, um, I want you to write this down, the shield of faith, the shield, you know, like a shield that, that they use in the army or back in the day when they used to use shields or even like today with the police and the SWAT team, they got shields, right? They got shields to protect themselves. They got shields that they hold up. Right? They they want to block anything that, that comes their way. Come on, I'm going somewhere already. And so and so tonight we're focusing on the shield of faith. I mean, faith is so powerful. And one of the things that we need to learn is how to put faith to work, how to use faith. All right? And so tonight we're going to be focusing on Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to look at verse uh, verses 10 to 18. But we're going to focus on verses 16 and 17, all right? And then a little later on tonight, you do not want to miss this. This is really going to be powerful. I'm boasting in the Lord. I'm not boasting in myself, all right? But um, you really don't want to miss this. Um, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 to 23. Please write that down. This is going to bless you tonight, family. 
because you're getting ready to find out how God has you covered. It's, it's going to bless you. You're getting ready to find out how covered you are. This pandemic, this virus, and any attack from the enemy can't touch you. I'm getting ready to show you in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8 to 23. You're getting ready to be blessed. Your mind is getting ready to be blown because God has you surrounded, and you'll hear why. But right now, we're going to focus on Ephesians chapter 6, um, starting at verse 10. And we're going to read to verses um, 18, but also um, we're going to focus on verse 16 and 17. And so verse 10 in Ephesians chapter 6, the word of the Lord says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of this darkness, uh, 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 of this world, right? Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. 14, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, and having on, here we go, the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And 17, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, come on, which is the word of God. This is so relevant in this time. Come on. Verse 18, here we go. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Come on. We're supposed to be praying continually, and not just praying for ourselves, but praying for everybody, all right? But let's focus on verse 16 and 17, right? And so first, we're going to focus on verse 16. I'm going to read it again in the New Living Translation. And the word of the Lord says, in addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. And so, family, I just want to start by sharing with you tonight, there are some people um, who don't realize that the Lord has given us some battle gear. Can I say that again? Uh, sometimes uh, uh, some, some people may not realize that God has given us some battle gear to where when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, it's like receiving a, a new job. Come on, let's break this thing down tonight. I feel the presence of God. Um, um, it's like when you get a new job, right, and you get uh, a uniform. <laughs> you get a uniform with your new job, your, your boss, you know, they give you all the things, all the, your uniform and all the tools that you need in order for you to succeed in the job that you've just gotten. And, and when we accept Christ, when we accept Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior, not only do are we accepted and, you know, adopted back into God's family, not only are we reconciled back to the Father, not only do we receive salvation, not only... 
do we receive life and life more abundantly? Not only do we become saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, not only uh, uh, do we position ourselves to live uh, in the way that God has created us to live, but we're also put in position with an assignment. Come on. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you officially accept an assignment. You accept the purpose that God has assigned to your life to fulfill. And so a lot of times, uh, some people may not realize uh, that God, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he gave you some battle gear to wear when you received him as your Lord and Savior. All right? And we're going to get into what that battle gear is because God wants to equip you. He wants to make sure that you are fully equipped to function in this earth. Believe it or not, it is no joke living in this world uncovered. It is no joke living in this world not being in faith. It is no joke living in this world and not depending on God. I'm telling you, it is no joke. There's spiritual wickedness. There's powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. I'm telling you, we just read it in God's word. This is why we need the shield of faith. But when we look in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul begins by challenging believers to put on the whole armor of God. This armor has six pieces to it. Come on. The first piece is the belt of truth. The second piece is the breastplate of righteousness. The third piece is our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I feel like preaching already. All right? All right. The fourth piece is the shield of faith. The fifth piece is the helmet of salvation. And the sixth piece is the sword of the spirit. All right? The word of God. But tonight, family, but I'm focusing specifically as assigned by God through the Holy Spirit. Tonight, I'm focusing specifically on the shield of faith. And so when you think of a shield, hallelujah, when you think of a shield, a shield protects. It protects someone or something from a danger, a risk, or unpleasant experience. Come on, we're going to break this thing all the way down. Come on. A shield, a shield protects someone or something from a danger, a risk, or a unpleasant experience. Come on, let's break it down further. A shield is a armor, right? It can be a place of shelter. Come on. A shield is also a covering, uh-huh, a safeguard, yep, a way to secure yourself having security, uh-huh. And so, family, this is what the shield of faith does for us. <laughs> this is why we have to be strong in faith and not in our feelings, because when we're strong in faith, we are untouchable. We are victorious, but but when we are in our feelings, we are not in faith. Can I drop something on you? You cannot be in faith and in your feelings at the same time. Faith in your feelings cannot coexist. Faith in your fears cannot coexist. Faith and fear don't work together. You got to be completely sold out for God, and you got to be totally in faith. You got to do whatever it takes to 
to sustain your faith. Uh, you got to do whatever it takes. Get into God's word. Uh, worship him. Turn your music on. Come, Turn your worship song on. Turn your song of praise on. Huh? David said in Psalm 32, verse 7, can I bless you? Huh? David said, Lord, you are my hiding place. Uh, he said, you protect me from all my troubles. Watch this. Uh, he said, and you've given me songs of victory. <laughs> that means God is placing a song of victory on your heart so that you can sing it. Not only will you give him praise, but when you are giving God praise, you're sustaining your faith. And when you're sustaining your faith, you're untouchable. And so here's the thing, family. Let's get into it. Uh, let's get into it, right? You have to sustain your faith. You cannot be in your feelings. You cannot allow yourself to be depressed, um, deal with anxiety, and we know that these things are not easy to deal with. We know, we know that it's, it's, it's a process. It takes time, and we have to put in the work. We have to study, and God has ways of connecting you with people to help you get through, to pray you through, to encourage you through, to inspire you through, and so forth, right? But also, family, we cannot be in our feelings and in faith because Here's why. When you are in your feelings, you are not in faith. And when you are not in faith, here it is, you are not covered. I'm going to give it to you like God gave it to me. That's straight up. When you are in your feelings, any of us, when we are in our feelings, we are not in faith. And when we are not in faith, we are not covered. So we have to be strong in faith to be covered and to activate God's word in our lives. Here's why. He said in the book of Thessalonians, he said his word is at work in those who believe. Let me say it again. His word is at work in those who believe. And so God is saying that his word is at work on your behalf if you believe. You're telling me, God, that all I got to do is believe, and that's going to activate your word working on my behalf. Because I, 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 I believe if we go down memory lane and we look at Isaiah 55 and 11, and he said, his word shall not return unto him void. Come on. But it shall prosper unto the thing where he sent it. Come on. God is, God's word is at work on your behalf, right? He that begun a great work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so when we are in faith, we activate God's word. And faith activates God's word, and God's word becomes your reality, right? So when you are in faith, uh, you become the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower. When you are in faith, no weapon that is formed against you will not prosper, will never prosper. Come on. When you are in faith, God is ordering his angels to keep you in all your ways. When you are in faith, you are loving a conqueror than Jesus Christ who loves you. You can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. This is what happens when you are in faith because your word, your, your faith activates God's word and God's word becomes your reality. And so here it is. A shield is vitally important to a soldier. Can I say it again? A shield is vitally important to a soldier. It provides a blanket of protection. Uh, it is meant to be taken up in all circumstances. Can I say that again? Your shield of faith is meant to be held up in all circumstances, not just in some, 
not just in some, not just in the good times. Come on. You're going to have some situations uh, if you haven't experienced already that, that may come your way that you're going to have to make sure you're in faith because, because you're going to need the strength of God. Amen. God, come on. There's some situations that may come your way and ain't nobody but God can get you through it. So you got to be in faith. He says in his word in Hebrews 11 and 6, now faith is impossible. Without faith, excuse me, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And those that come to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently, diligently seek him. And so family, let me take my time. And so family, you got to have faith to get God's attention. All right? All right? And so we are uh, uh, created to hold up our shield of faith in all circumstances. It is the first barrier against the enemy's attack. It is the first barrier against the enemy's attack. The shield of faith, which extinguishes all the flaming arrows of the evil one, of the evil one, the enemy, and allows us to stand our ground in the midst of a spiritual attack. Come on, this pandemic is spiritual. All right, and so the shield of faith, which extinguishes all the flaming arrows of the evil one, the enemy, and allows us to stand our ground in the midst of spiritual attacks. The enemy desires our demise, but God has given us the ability to fend off his attempts to destroying our lives. God has equipped us to defeat the enemy. God has equipped us to defeat every spiritual attack. God has equipped us to never be defeated. And this is why we need to be strong in faith. Faith can put, can I, can I bless you tonight? Can I bless you tonight? Listen, faith can put out the flaming arrows of distractions, of doubt, of insecurities, of intimidation, of anxiety, of worry, or even busyness when it comes to wearing yourself out, always trying to do a lot. That's okay. We can, we can do a lot, but there's a way to structure what we do. There's a way to do what we do, and we have to learn how to balance ourselves out so that we're getting the proper rest. We're getting what we need. We're balancing ourselves out, and we're not wearing ourselves out, all right? But this is what the shield of faith does. When you, when you have the shield of faith, when you are strong in faith, faith can put out the flaming arrows of distractions, doubt, insecurities, intimidation, anxiety, stress, frustration, worry, or even busyness, right? The enemy will try to distract you so he can isolate you to implement these things. He'll try to isolate you so you can feel alone. The enemy will try to isolate you so he can back you up in the corner and come at you. See, here's the reason why we need to be in faith, because when we're not in faith, we're uncovered. When we are not in faith, we become vulnerable. That's why, can I, can I bless you with what God blessed me to say earlier on Facebook Live? Here's, here's the thing. When you are not in faith, you are vulnerable, and you are in a position for the enemy to come against you, right? And so the enemy, he, he's strategic too. Don't get it twisted. The devil is strategic too. And this is what the enemy will do. He'll wait until you get in your feelings. He'll wait until you get mad. He'll wait until you get frustrated. He'll wait until you get depressed. 
The enemy will wait until you get into your feelings because he knows once you're in your feelings, you're not in faith. And he'll wait for you to get in your feelings so he can creep up on you, so he can try to come up against you, so he can back you up into a corner and try to isolate you to take you out. That's why we got to be in faith so that he, he can back off and stay away. Because when you are in faith, the same way that the enemy knows when you're not in faith, he can come against you. When you are in faith, he knows he can't touch you. He knows who recognizes who they are. The enemy knows when you recognize you're a child of God. The enemy knows when you recognize the power you have. The enemy knows when you learn how to call on the name of Jesus. The enemy knows when you then tapped into uh, the revelation that God has given you. And so you got to be in faith so that you are covered, so that you are protected, so that you are untouchable, unstoppable, unbreakable, unshakable, and so forth. You have to stay focused so you are not caught with your guard down. You have to stay focused so you are not caught with your guard down. And so also, looking at Ephesians 6 and 17, looking at Ephesians 6 and 17, the sword of the spirit, Paul gives us another part of our armor that is also our weapon in the whole armor of God. And and so let's focus on this, which is the word of God that is our gift from the Father to know him. All right? And so as believers, we are given the information regarding God's great love for us and all that we have in an obedient life in him. All right? As believers, as children of God, God gives us everything we need through his word regarding his great love for us and all that we have in an obedient life in him. So, so think, you know, some think that God just gave his children salvation. God, you know, he's given us more than just salvation. Don't get me wrong. Salvation and God's grace is something I would never downplay. Um, they are God's most precious gift to those who receive Jesus Christ. But however, many don't realize once again uh, that, that uh, God equips his children for battle. Many don't realize that God equips his children for battle. It's more than just a free gift of salvation. It's more than living under God's grace and mercy. We got a job to do. We got a responsibility to maintain our environment. We got a responsibility to flow and be in faith and add value to this world, to advance God's kingdom, to tear down strongholds, to defeat every demon, to defeat every witch, to defeat every warlock, to defeat every curse. Come on. We got a responsibility to defeat every principality, every spiritual wickedness, every evil spirit, everything that is from the enemy and not from God. We got a responsibility to defeat it, bind it up so it's no longer loose and it has no longer, no more freedom, no more rights to roam the earth because God has given us dominion. He's given us power. He's given us authority and all the powers of darkness will be defeated because all the powers of darkness will try to run us down 
any uh, way they can. The powers of darkness will try to run you down if you allow it. But you got power to defeat, to defeat every power of darkness. You got the greater one living within you. You got the greater one living within you. Nobody, nothing can touch you, come against you, defeat you, destroy you when you are in faith. We need the shield of faith because faith is our covering. Being in faith, we are protected. Being in faith, we are surrounded. Can I tell you why? Being in faith, we are victorious all the time. Can I tell you why? Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 to 23. And I really want to read this whole thing. Um, I'm going to take my time, and I'm going I'm to move along. I know I only have an hour. But I really want to get deep into this um, because this is getting ready to blow your mind, family. And we're going to show you, um, through, I'm going to show you through God's word how you are uh, surrounded. Hallelujah. So if you can turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 6, all right, verses 8, verses 8 to 23. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to read it in the New Living Translation. And so here it says, this is one day the group of prophets, oh, no, I'm sorry, let's go to verse 8. Uh, when the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he would confer with his officers and say, we will mobilize our forces at such um, and such a place. Verse 9, but immediately Elijah, the man of God, would warn the king of Israel, do not go near that place, for the uh, Aramines are planning to mobilize their troops there. So the king of Israel would send word to the place um, and dedicate it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and, right. Okay, let me take my time. All right, and dedicated by the man of God. Time and again, Elijah warned the king so that he would be on the alert there. The king of Aram became very upset over this. He called his officers together and demanded, which of you is the traitor? He said, who has been informing the king of Israel of my plan? This king was getting ready to uh, round up his troops so that he could come against the king of Israel, right? And so, and so uh, somehow he found out that the king of Israel was knowing his plan. And so uh, the king of Israel was able to prepare and move the way that he did to, to remain safe because Elijah was informing him of their plans. But here's the thing, family. Elijah was in the spirit, and Elijah knew what was going on. So he was able to let the king of Israel know what was going on so that he would not be caught off guard by the, by the king of Aram. This is what happens, family, when we have discernment and we are in the spirit, when we pray in the spirit, when we worship in the spirit. We can see what's happening in the spirit, and we won't be caught off guard. We, there will be no surprises. The enemy cannot sneak up on us. You can stop the devil in his tracks way before he gets to you. So let's go deeper, all right? All right? And so verse 12, it says, it's not us. He asked his troops, which one of you are a, are a traitor? 
Who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? Verse 12, he says, it's not us, my lord, the king. One of the officers replied, Elijah the prophet in Israel tells the king of Israel, even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. That's deep, ain't it? Elijah know it all. He in the spirit. Let's go to verse 13. It says, go and find out where he is. This is what the king of Aram said. So the king commanded, so I can send troops to seize him. He wanted to seize Elijah. All right? He says, and the report came back, Elijah is at Dothan. So one night, the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city. Watch this. It's about to get deep. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. This is Elijah's assistant. And so he goes back and says to Elijah, he says, oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elijah, verse 16, don't be afraid, Elijah told him, for there are more on our side than on their side. Then Elijah prayed, here, here it is, this is about to blow your mind. Then Elijah prayed, oh, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. Let me, let me stop right there. See, here's the thing. Elijah's assistant, he had a, 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 a Elijah, he had an assistant. And uh, when the king of Aram sent his troops to go seize Elijah, uh, he sent a bunch of chariots and horses, and he sent his army. But here's the thing. Uh, when the army showed up to where Elijah was, Elijah's assistant panicked. Elijah's assistant panicked, right? And he went back to Elijah and he said, yo, they got all these horses out there, all these chariots. They got all these people out there. What are we going to do? He says that to his, his boss. He says, what are we going to do to his leader? What are we going to do? Right? And so Elijah tells him in verse 16, he says, don't be afraid. He says, he says, don't be afraid, Elijah told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Here it is, family. Then Elijah prayed, oh, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, here it is, he saw that the hillside around Elijah was filled with horses and chariots of fire. As the Aramean army advanced toward him, Elijah prayed, O Lord, please make them blind. So the Lord struck them with blindness as Elijah had asked. Then Elijah went out and told them, you have come the the wrong way. This is powerful. You have come the wrong way. Elijah told them, y'all at the wrong place. Y'all messing with the wrong one. Y'all not coming over here and thinking that you're going to run uh, over here and grab me and seize me and do what you want to do. Uh-uh. He took ownership of that thing, right? And so Elijah says, you have come the wrong way. This isn't the right city. Come on, follow me, and I will take you to the man you are looking for. And he led them to the city of Samaria. As soon as they had entered Samaria, Elijah prayed, O oh Lord, now open their eyes and let them see. So the Lord opened their eyes, and they discovered that they were in the middle of Samaria. When the king of Israel saw them, he shouted to Elijah, My father, should I kill them? 
Should I kill them? And verse 22, of course not, Elijah replied. Do we kill prisoners of war? Give them food and drink and send them home again to their master. Verse 23, so the king made a great feast for them and then sent them home to their master. After that, the Aramean raiders stayed away from the land of Israel. There's a lot that took place. So, so let's break this down real quick. Let's break this down real quick. There was a king of Aram, and he was rounding up his troops, and he was sending them to go against the king of Israel. But Elijah the prophet, he was in the spirit, and he saw what they were doing in the spirit. He saw that they were gearing up to come against the king of Israel. Let's break it down. And so Elijah warned the king of Israel and told him, listen, they're rounding up, and they're getting ready. To, they're they're going to try to come against you. And so by Elijah telling the king of Israel what the king of Aram was doing, Elijah was able, I mean, the king of Israel was able to prepare himself and be on guard so that he could be safe, so that uh, what they were going to try to do would not work, right? And so the king of Aram found out that the king of Israel knew about his plans. And so he went to his troops and he said, which one of y'all are a traitor? Which one of you are a traitor? He said, who are y'all, which one of y'all telling the king of Israel my plans? And so they replied and say, ain't nobody, we ain't tell you your, you know, we ain't tell the king of Israel your plans. There's a prophet named Elijah who's telling the king of Israel your plans. And so the king of Aram said, you know what? Go seize him. Round up, gear up, and go get Elijah. Go seize him. But you can't touch somebody who's in faith. You can't come against somebody who pray in the spirit. You can't, come, you can't come against somebody who's empowered by God. Come on. You can't come against somebody who's fully equipped, who's in position, who knows who they are, who knows the ability they have. You can't touch them. You can't come against them. There's nothing that you can do that will work. So Elijah knew that they were coming. And so Elijah did not panic, but his servant, his assistant, panicked. And so when the king of Aram, when his army showed up to seize Elijah, uh, he panicked. He said, sir, he said, yo, it's all these chariots, it's all these horses and these troops outside. What are we going to do? Here's what I need you to catch, family. This is how surrounded you are. This is what the shield of faith does. Here it is. Elijah prayed. He told his assistant first, he said, listen, don't be afraid. And then he prayed. He said, Lord, open his eyes. He told his assistant, he said, there's more on our side than is, than, than, than is outside. He told his assistant, he said, it looks like a lot of them, but it's more on our side than it is of them. And so Elijah prayed and said, Lord, open my servant's eyes so he can see. And when the Lord o opened his, his assistant's eyes, uh, he seen heaven's army. <laughs> he seen heaven's army. He seen, he seen God's angels. He seen that God had the, the army of the king of Aram surrounded. Uh, and so Elijah didn't panic because he knew the Lord was on his side. Uh, he knew that he had absolutely no reason to fear. 
He had no reason to fear. In verse 17, it says, the Lord opened the young man's eyes. And when he looked up, he saw the hillside around Elijah was filled with horses and chariots of fire. God had that army surrounded. And God was not going to allow the army of Aram to come against Elijah. And so Elijah knew the power he had. He knew who he was. And he knew the God that he served that was backing him up. And that's what the shield of faith does. God got angels encamped around you. God got angels encamped around you. He got chariots and horses of fire. He got angels on a assignment. They are encamped around you. It does not matter what tries to come against you. It does not matter who tries to defeat you. It does not matter who tries to come and seize you, seize your property, seize your belongings. God ain't going to let it happen. If you can just strengthen your faith, have the shield of faith, hold up the shield of faith, and know that God is on your side. It does not matter how the situation looks. It does not matter who's trying to come against you. It does not matter what the enemy is trying. All you got to do is hold up the shield of faith, and you're going to recognize that it is more on your side than it is for the people that are coming against you. It is more on your side than what the enemy has. God has more on your side than any enemy, any demon, any devil, anybody that will try to come against you. This is what the shield of faith does. There's some key points that we can take out of here. First of all, Elijah was praying in the spirit. Look, the king of Aram, one of his soldiers told him, they said, Elijah is the one. The prophet Elijah is the one that's telling the king of Israel your plans. He's even telling him what you talk about in your bedroom. Come on. He's even telling him what you're talking about in your bedroom. Elijah was in the spirit. He heard everything this man was saying. This is how we need to function. That's why in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, come on, let's go back to the word of God. This is going to confirm, y'all. This is going to confirm. I thank God for this word tonight. The shield of faith. This is what happens for us. And so in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, this is what God's word says. Verse 18 says, praying always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Let's read it in the New Living Translation. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And that's what Elijah did. He was praying in the spirit. And because he was praying in the spirit, he knew what was going on. And he was able to inform the king of Israel, you better stay focused. You better get in position. And you better move how I tell you to move. Because I'm praying in the spirit. I see what's happening. I see they're trying to come against you. I see they're trying to take you out. But you got the man of God on your side, and the man of God got God, and with God you won't fail. So all you got to do is pray in the spirit and hold up the shield of faith and know that God has you surrounded. This is what the shield of faith does for us. When you are in faith, you are untouchable. You are unstoppable. You are effective. 
the shield of faith. Faith is our covering. Faith is not something we just have to have. Faith is how we get our power. Faith is how transfers happen. Faith is how wealth transfers happen. Faith is how our healing transfer happens. It it comes from God straight to us. Come on, faith is how we get what we need. Faith is how we overcome every obstacle. Faith is how we press through every challenge. Faith is how we are covered. Faith is how we're protected. Faith is how we got power. We got power in the living God, the only true living God, our Lord Jesus Christ. The only wise God, our Savior, the glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. And so, family, I just want to take this moment. If you're listening tonight and you want to have the shield of faith, you want to have strong faith so that you're unstoppable, untouchable, so that you're victorious, you can live the life God created you to live, you can go wherever he says go. That blew my mind. Come on. Elijah said, yo, he said, yo, there's more on our side than it is on theirs. And he prayed. He said, Lord, open this young man's eyes. He did not have to be afraid. And the Lord opened his eyes, and he, seen, he saw on the hillside that God had his own army. Woo! God had them surrounded. God has you surrounded. And this is why we can move freely in Jesus. And you're listening tonight, and you've been feeling intimidated by this pandemic. You've been fearful. You've been frustrated. You've been lacking. You've been hurt. A lot of things has been going on in your life. I'm come to tell you tonight, Jesus is the way. He is the way for you. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter where you are, your, your age, your nationality, your race. It doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done. It doesn't matter who you've been around. If you call on the name of Jesus tonight by faith, believing in who he is and believing in all he's done for you, believing in what he's able to do for you, believing without being in fear, believing without being in your feelings, believing without hesitating, believing fully in the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. He'll show up for you. And if that's you tonight, I just want to bless you. Listen, John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For he sent his Son not to condemn the world, but so that the world can be saved through him. And so, family, if that's you tonight, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned. And falling short of your glory. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and that he rose with all power in his hands, that he's so real and so alive. Jesus, save me. I accept you as my Lord. And Savior, come into my heart, come into my life, and stay in my life. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, come into my heart, come into my life, and stay in my life, and have your way so that I live according to God's word, his will, and his way. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Family, if you repeated that prayer after me, you just got saved. If you fully believe, you just got saved. And that's all it takes. And this is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life. And we encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the Word of God, where they can, y'all can encourage and inspire each other to press forward by faith, knowing that God is always with you. He'll always be with you, and he'll always have you covered. And y'all can show each other an abundance of love. Amen. Come on and give God praise. I'm going to ask Pastor Toy to come on and give us our announcements. Hallelujah, 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 God, the shield of faith. I just love when Minister Bernard Morrow brings the word of God because he is such an anointed man of God, and I just love the power that God sends through him to let us know that we are guarded, we are protected, we are shielded, we are surrounded by faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank and praise God for him and that word that came this evening. We thank and praise God by faith for that soul that gave their life to Christ this evening. We would like to encourage you to find the Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until you do, bless God, that's why Purpose Kingdom Network is here just for you. Please join us tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. for another episode of Purpose Kingdom Network right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We will be broadcasting with The Turning Point and the host, uh, Elder and Reverend Charles and Maureen Lee. You do not want to miss this couple, this anointed couple of God or the move of God that is scheduled to take place tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Please feel free to follow us on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn at Purpose Kingdom. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose. Please feel free to email any comments, questions, suggestions, or concerns to us directly at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Also, it is that time of the year again. Hallelujah. God, we bless God as we are getting ready for our end-of-the-year revival. It starts on December 25th. And it goes all the way up until December 31st, where we bring the new year in, in the presence of God. Our topic this year is I'm Still Standing. We are, our topic, uh, I'm sorry, our topic scripture comes from Psalms 91 and 7. We are just excited about what God is going to be doing, and opening up our revival will be our very own Minister Bernard Morrow. So we in, uh, encourage you to join in with us, make those plans to come in your year in with the Word of God. We bless God for each and every one of you who are listening in and joined in with us this evening. We are praying for you. We are praying with you. Minister Bernard, wonderful word from the Lord this evening, and the ministry is back in your hands. Amen. Amen. We're praying for all of God's children that are dealing with anything that is not of God, that is not from God. Anxiety, depression, stress, frustration, fear, 
We bind every bit of those things in Jesus' name. Come on, hold up your shield of faith. How do I hold up the shield of faith? I get into God's word. Because when you get into God's word, you renew your mind to what God said in his word. That's how you transform your mind. You transform your mind with God's word. And when you transform with your mind with God's word, it changes the way you think. And you are able to be in position to have strong faith that is not interfered with. And so you got to hold up the shield of faith because faith is your covering. You are covered when you are in faith. You are protected when you are in faith. You are victorious when you are in faith. You are sustained when you are in faith. You are healed when you are in faith. You are delivered when you are in faith. You are successful when you are in faith. You are an overcomer when you are in faith. You can do all things through Christ when you are in faith. You are more than a conqueror when you are in faith. You are the head and not the tail, above only in our belief. You are a lender and not a borrower when you are in faith. In Jesus' name, the name that is above every name, the name Jesus, hey, that has all power, the name Jesus that is undefeated, you got God on your side. I feel the woo. You got God on your side, family. And there's nothing the enemy can do about it. So can I bless you real quick? We thank God for his word tonight. Woo-woo. We thank God for his word tonight. Now, ah, yes, God. I need to calm down for a minute. Yes, Lord. And so um, I want to be obedient to the spirit of God. And I want to read this to you. And I thank God for confirmation uh, from Pastor Toy, uh, from Pastor Tyling Daly, um, the end of the year revival, uh, the theme is I'm still standing. And um, the scripture is Psalm 91, verse 7. Um, but God um, laid it on my heart uh, tonight to close out, uh, earlier today, to close out with um, the full chapter of Psalm 91. And so I'm going to read this, and we're going to apply it, and we're going to activate it by faith. Can I give you some assurance, family? We thank you all for tuning in tonight. Um, Also, I'm blessed. I'm grateful that God has blessed me to release a new book. Uh, It's titled Minister Bernard Merrill, Morning Devotionals Inspired to Press Forward, 31 Devotions and Declarations that Will Inspire You to Press Forward by Faith. It will be available next Friday, November 27th, 2020, Black Friday, on all online outlets. Uh, Amazon, Kindle, Barnes and Noble, uh, Books a Million. It's, it's going to be on multiple online platforms. You can also follow me on Facebook, um, Instagram, um, and Twitter. Uh, you can connect with me uh, at on Facebook at Minister Bernard Marrow. You can also connect with me on Instagram at um, at Minister Marrow and Twitter at Minister Marrow. You can also connect with By Faith We Good BFWG Ministry. Um, <clears throat> on Facebook at By Faith We Good BFWG Ministry and on Instagram at BFWG Ministry and on Twitter at By Faith We Good. So let me read this, and I want you to imply your faith. Can I give you some assurance before we log off tonight? Let me give you this assurance. Psalms chapter 91. This is what the shield of faith is going to do for you. This is what the shield of faith is going to do for you. Psalms chapter 91, here it is. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High 
shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Come on. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Come on. God's word is going to be your protection. Verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day. Verse 6 nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, come on, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. This virus will not come near you. Verse 8, only with the eye shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Come on. Verse 9, but thou, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Come on. You made God your dwelling place. That's why you, that's why you covered. Verse 10, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. This pandemic ain't going to touch you. Verse 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. You're not going to trip because they got you. Verse 13, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Hallelujah. Come on. Verse 14, because he hath set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. This is God speaking. Because you've set your love on God, he's going to deliver you. He said, I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? Family, that is the assurance of the Lord. Hold up your shield of faith. Stay focused. Know that God is with you. He has you covered, and there's nothing the enemy can do about it. Y'all already know about faith. We good. For we walk by faith and not by sight. I love you. God bless you. See you next month. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will he saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.